Hi, everybody. This is Jay. And this is Mark. And we'd like to welcome you to Backstage Pass. We take you behind the magic and inside Disney history, pulling back the curtains and letting you see the Disney magic and history up close. With an eclectic mix of entertaining topics, humor, and tons of information and details, we want to keep you learning and smiling. So here is your Backstage Pass. Last time, Jay and Mark were meeting at the Crystal Palace restaurant in the Magic Kingdom when they were suddenly thrust into an adventure and a mystery. Excuse us, coming through, coming through. Ooh, sorry. You're not allowed in here. Oh, hey. Here, Mark, through here. Let's get these shelves out of the way. Here, look, it's a door. Here's a keyhole. Come on, get it open. Hurry up. Go, go. All right. What is going on here? Forced underground into a section of unused Utilidor catacombs below the Magic Kingdom, they have met with some deadly traps. The answers to who set these traps and the deadly mystery surrounding them may lie ahead as they find themselves stranded on a dark, steep, descending passageway. Now, Backstage Pass and Inside the Magic are pleased to continue our summer celebration and present part two of Jay and Mark and the Kingdom of the Crystal Palace. Mark stepped forward and suddenly felt the floor drop slightly beneath his feet. Watch out! He was certain he had triggered some type of trap. He dropped the spent torch and froze in place, bracing for impact and expecting the worst. Uh-oh. Mark waited for the telltale clank of machinery springing the trap. But nothing happened. It's all right, I don't think anything happened. No! Mark, look! Shapes were beginning to coalesce in the darkness ahead of them. Lighted patterns shifted and bent out and into focus, then became clearer as the path ahead grew brighter. Stairs! A luminous staircase proceeded into a glowing greenish mist almost straight down. There were no handrails, each step sparkled in different colors and shimmered as if it were made of a pure gemstone. The stairs descended into the depth of the chasm below, fading into a distant oblivion. Wow, those are cool looking. They remind me of the gems from the Seven Dwarves Mine and Snow White's Scary Adventure. Hey, come on, let's see where they lead. Jay, wait. Something's not quite right here. Mark knelt down and placed his hand on one of the glistening steps. His hand passed right through the step. Whoa! It's a fake! That's why somebody wanted us in the dark. Mark leaned over the edge and saw a gridwork of beams and mirrors. A certain number of the stairs were real, the rest an elaborate optical illusion. Most are just reflections. We have to be careful. A few real stairs were set on top of metal arms which extended from the gridworks. From the top, it was impossible to know which stairs were solid and which were simply ghostly images. One step in the wrong spot and they would simply drop into the abyss below. Well, here's the map. It got a little wet. The clue says, Down you may descend, the right path will shine in fear. Three then two will make the way clear. 
Alright, so this step is solid. Then we go down three, and then down two. Right. Mark took the first step onto the small luminescent square. It held. Now down three, then two. This one's easy to see, Jay. There's water dripping down on the step from somewhere up above. Down three, down two, three, then two, three, two. All right, Jay, come on. I'm getting toward the bottom here. Jay traversed the same steps. The one with the water dripping on it is easy to see. As Jay put his weight on the step, the step snapped, pitching and falling. Jay! Jay fell forward, clutching the air, hitting one of the steps below, bending the mirrored panel beneath him. The strap of his pack caught on the now-exposed U-bar of the stair support frame, wrenching his shoulder as the pack caught his full weight. Jay, hang on! Jay was dazed for a moment, his feet swinging wildly in the nothingness beneath him. He heard a sharp tear begin along his pack, and he struggled to grab onto a nearby step. Uh-oh. Try and grab the frame! Jay's wrenched shoulder ached as he swung his leg onto the beam, the inky blackness below tugging at him, begging him to give into gravity. He fought and struggled up onto the middle, coming face to face with the stair support, wet with the water drops that were still falling from above. The top had flaked and completely sheared off when he had stepped on it. Rust! It was rusted! Almost lost me there. Are you okay? Yeah. Sore, but I'm alright. Here, throw the pack. Alright, let's get off these steps. Jay worked his way down the stairs to the bottom. (sighs) Made it. The passageway ahead of them continued to angle down, the floor becoming more cracked. In some places, panels and loose rock had sheared off and were strewn haphazardly across the passage. They picked their way carefully, trying to watch for any additional traps. This entire part of the Utilidor was old and dangerous, and it worried them both. I wonder what part of the Magic Kingdom we're underneath now? I'm just not sure. It looks like we're moving downward instead of outward now. The passageway narrowed and finally ended at a curving dark metal staircase that wound its way down even deeper into the earth below. Oh great. More stairs. More stairs. More stairs. More stairs. More stairs. Whoa. The dark shape spiraled into the dimly lit pit below. Although hard to see by the flickering gas lamps, it looked like it finally ended at another darkened tunnel far below. Eh. Seems okay. The clues don't mention anything. Jay began down the dusty metal stairs. So far, so good. But as Jay put his foot on the next stair, he heard a quiet clanking, softly pinging and echoing in the shaft. He froze, listening, trying to place the location. Jay, are you alright? Suddenly, there was an ear-splitting roar as every metal step along the entire spiral tipped down in succession with a metallic clap. Jay cried out. Whoa! He fell backwards, the steps now forming a slide, each step blending seamlessly with the next. Mark! Jay, grab onto something! 
Jay slid forward and down, trying to stabilize his descent by grabbing onto the central pole, but he was going too fast, spiraling around and around in dizzying circles. Ah, ah, can't stop! The metal burned as he spiraled down, the gas lamps becoming a single blur as he sped down the incline, hitting the sides and scrambling to maintain control, but it was a lost cause. thing going to Ugh. end he finally reached the bottom somewhere inside a new darkened passage jay lay there stunned his pack laying next to him the contents strewn out to his right suddenly mark flew past him rolling to an undignified stop arms flailing mark ah I'm okay. Mark brushed himself off and stiffly bent down, gathering Jay's pack contents. Mark! No. Really, I'm alright. Mark! Mark felt a cold chill as he slowly turned around and looked into the large cavern ahead, which was gradually being illuminated by the gas lamps mounted on the walls. A huge stone carving lay on its stomach, in water a short distance before them. The massive, snarling, carved face bent forward, facing them. Two giant fists lay embedded in the rock, stretched out on each side of the figure. The statue was large, even laying down, partially covered by water. The carving looked primitive, the closed eyes capped by thick stone brows, the boxy rough carved ears fit with stone earrings. It looks ancient. Uh, looks familiar. Maybe the Temple of Mara at Disneyland's Indiana Jones Adventure? But why would it be down here? Mark stepped cautiously toward the statue, when suddenly the entire cavern shook with a deep mechanical growl, the thunderous sound shaking the walls and floor, virtually knocking Mark and Jay off of their feet. The gas lamps erupted in spectacular flames, blowing the glass globes apart in a shower of sparkling glass shards. Oh, not again. Clouds of dust rose up as rocks and debris cascaded down from the ceiling far overhead. And Jay backed away as they saw the statue's eyes snap open, the entire stone mass rising out of the pool, water cascading down its surface as it pushed up against the tightly clenched fists. Um, I don't think she's here to give us any treasure, Mark. The mechanical monstrosity slowly rose up to its full height, raising its fists into the air. As it reached its full height, its eyes now began pulsing white. It tilted its head back and the jaws opened, emitting a blood-curling, screaming roar that rattled the entire structure. Suddenly, the statue's arms rose, the massive fists rising into the air, and they slammed into the cave floor with a thunderclap that rippled across their chests. The floor fractured under their feet in a thousand different directions, steam rising from the cracks and shot blasts that traveled the entire length of the fractures. Mark and Jay tried to pin themselves against the wall, trying to stay out of the way of the steam and rock fragments that were singing through the chamber. Jay, get back! The fractures multiplied, crack upon crack, until the floor couldn't support itself and sections on either side of them collapsed into steaming pools, leaving a thin raised stone path. The monster leaned forward, pinning them against the wall. Mark felt the hair on the back of his neck stand up as the giant stirred. Looking down at them, its eyes suddenly turning a pulsating red. As suddenly as it had begun, it had all stopped. Hey, what happened? 
I think the thing went 101. <laughs> yeah, let's hope there's not a repair crew. With that, a white-suited figure appeared from the shadows. Yep, I spoke too soon. Well, 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 what have we here? You never saw. Our archenemy against all things Disney. Ah, if it isn't my two friends from the backstage pass. That's pass, backstage pass. Ah, whatever. I thought the poisoned waffles would have taken care of you two troublemakers already. We should have known you were behind this, never saw. <laughs> so you like my audio animatronic, eh? Quite impressive, no? It is made from the old King Kong ride armature. Runs on a submerged track. Scary, huh? Neversol's two goons, Hugo and Victor, also appear from the shadows, each holding very large pistols, pointed menacingly at Mark and Jay. Take our two nosy friends to the control room. Okay, boss, come on, you. Hey, look, Tinkerbell! Yeah, I ain't falling for it this time. Hugo hit Jay on the head with the butt of his pistol. Darkness. All around Jay was a hazy, thick darkness, thick and impenetrable. He tried to push himself up, but something was holding him, resisting his efforts. Darkness. He sighed heavily, his head pounding to the strange sounds he could hear echoing somewhere in the inky blackness. Then a small thought occurred to him, threading its way from neuron to neuron in the back of his brain. It pulled on tiny bits of information, wringing them out of the internal fog, where it finally coalesced into an actual idea. Open your eyes. Jay slowly tried to comply, but his lashes rebelled, glued together with some gritty substance. He grimaced as the lashes painfully parted, allowing a dazzling light to pierce into his skull. Hey, I was getting worried about you. What? What happened? Oh, man, my head. Yeah, you've got a cut there. Never saw this moron clocked you with his pistol. Oh, man. Where are we? We're in Never Saw's control room underground here somewhere. Man. And we're not alone. Who else is here? The rest of the Inside the Magic team. What? Ricky and Ben are here? He's got them in holding cells down there. What does he want with all of us? While you were out, I overheard them talking. He's got some stupid plan of replacing inside the magic with- Hey! Pipe down, you two, or I'm getting rough! Mark and Jay were seated on two old wooden chairs lashed back to back with coarse ropes set into the middle of the cave. Electronics equipment hugged the walls, monitors and screens glowing in the garish fluorescent lighting. Across the room, Neversol was prodding inside the magic's host, who was also tied to a chair with a large microphone just inches from his face. Now, Mr. Briganti, just like we rehearsed, huh? Or your lively friend will, well, cease being so lively, huh? Nevisaw pointed across the room at Skipper Ben, who was being held against the wall by Hugo. A gun wavered in his hand as Ben struggled to break free. Watch it! Uh, can I shoot him, boss, huh? Can I? Can I? No, you idiot, I said to hold him! Now, Mr. Briganti, read this if you please. Close to the microphone, please. We want you to sound good, no? All right. 
This is a message to all of my loyal listeners of Inside the Magic. Although I have been a Disney fan for many years, I have been more and more saddened by the decline of the Disney theme parks recently. Don't do it, Ricky! Hey, quiet, use. <sighs> so, I have decided to re-theme Inside the Magic. Go on, go on. And focus solely on the greatest theme parks in the world. Yes, yes, say it, say it. The Universal Studios. Ha <laughs> ha See, that wasn't so hard. Hugo, Victor, I want you to deal with those two pathetic backstage pus troublemakers and lose them in the pit. <laughs> right. Okay, boss. Uh, come on, you. I'm gonna untie you two and uh, get moving. No funny stuff. All right, all right. You don't have to push. Nevisol's goons led Mark and Jay out of the control room and down the corridor's angled path. Uh, keep moving. It's gonna be fun to push you into the bottomless pit, just like you threw me from that train. We'll like to listen to you scream for a long, long time until it finally fades to nothing. <laughs> Lovely. Hey, I'm going. Don't shove. Jay, listen. It sounds like drums. We must be somewhere under Adventureland now. The four walked down the path until they came to an opening, cut out of the rock. A small ramp covered in a layer of dust ended abruptly. Okay, we're here. Hey, say your prayers. <laughs> A huge chasm lay in front of the group. The chasm below was filled with an ominous blackness that seemed to extend to the center of the earth. Any last words, you guys? Mark dropped to his knees with a pleading look on his face. Please don't hurt me. Poor Tinkerbell here. <laughs> what? We're about to fall to our doom and you're still making fun of me about that? Jay, think about Tinkerbell. What? Oh, right. Jay bent down, and suddenly both Mark and Jay grabbed handfuls of the fine dust on the ramp, throwing it into the faces of Victor and Hugo. Hey! The two staggered hey, back and knocked each eye. other off the ramp and into oblivion. <laughs> wow, a little pixie dust in your dreams do come true. I was just hoping to get their guns, but, uh... I guess that's the end of those two. Jay and Mark looked at each other and knew what they had to do. We need to go back and rescue them, Jay. Right behind you, buddy. Let's go get them. Jay and Mark worked their way back up the tunnel and crouched down near the control room. All right, he's right around the corner. Are you ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. I can't wait to get my hands on Neversol. I'm three. One, two, three. Neversol. Neversol. What? How did you escape? You two ruin everything, but not this time. Nevisol turned and grabbed the laptop on the table with Ricky's recordings, pulling a small pistol from his jacket pocket, firing indiscriminately as he ran out of the room and down the corridor. Watch out! Guys, are we glad to see you two? Mark touched a control panel and the cell doors opened. 
Come on, guys, let's get him! The group proceeded quickly down the dimly lit Utilidor passage. The faint sounds of Nevisol's maniacal laughter rang out in the distance. <laughs> the group came to the same dead end at the chasm where Hugo and Victor had met their demise. Well, now what? Look! Up there! Some kind of hatch in the ceiling. A moment's looking revealed a cleverly concealed ladder reaching upward. I knew there had to be another way out of here. Let's go. The group, one after another, ascended the ladder and exited through the hatch. Whoa, this exit's right by Schweitzer Falls. That's crazy. Keep an eye out, boys. He can't get very far. He's got to be around here somewhere. Hey, there he is, across the bank. He's getting away. Jay, what are you doing? Jay suddenly grabbed a nearby vine. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go. Ah! Jay swung across the river, knocking the laptop from Neversol's hands before slamming, dazed into the set wall. Ugh. Oh. Well, that felt great. No! The computer! The recordings! You idiot! Neversol grabbed a nearby tree branch and pulled it down. All right. You win this time backstage, puss, but I shall return. The branch was actually a concealed switch. Another door opened under the foliage, and Neversol was gone. <sighs> wow. He's gone, huh? Oh well. Hey, let's get out of here <laughs> before they put me to work. Exhausted after their adventure, the Inside the Magic team made their way out of the jungle. Great job nailing his computer like that! Yeah, that was some pretty fast thinking with the old vine there, uh, Indy. Yeah, maybe Indy here needs a whip. A Dole Whip. <laughs> I'm buying. All right, but I better be getting a Dole Whip float. <laughs> Come on now, those are the expensive ones. If you'd like to see our source information for this topic or have questions or comments, please join us on the Inside the Magic forums in the Backstage Pass with Jay and Mark section. This is Jay, and this is Mark, saying we'll see you next time, backstage. <laughs>